0: In my last video on Lori Vallow Daybell, I mentioned that things seemed to be amping up. We were seeing a lot of things behind the scenes with documents and court hearings. They were all sealed. But I had wondered if something was happening and she was coming back. And on Monday, April 11th, we found out that she is in fact coming back. She's officially deemed competent and she's ready to stand trial. Now, she has to actually meet two pieces of criteria. Number one, she has to be able to assist in her own defense. And number two, she has to understand her charges. So now she goes through the process just like Chad Daybell did. And her first step is in an arraignment, which is happening next week on April 19th at 1 p.m. Now, in the document on Monday the 11th, It was signed by the judge, and it says, the court orders that the defendant be brought before this court to be arraigned. Further, the order staying the case is hereby lifted. Defendant is to be transferred from the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare and remanded to the custody of the Fremont County Sheriff to be transported and brought before this court. Now, Lori had been in a facility in Northern Idaho for treatment since June of last year. She spent 90 days. Then they did a status update in which she was deemed still not competent, so she went back for 180, days which ended in March of this year and now here we are now Lori's charges in Idaho two charges for conspiracy to commit first-degree murder and grand theft by deception for the death of Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallow Lori's children conspiracy to commit first-degree murder in the death of Tammy Daybell Chad's previous wife and first-degree murder for the death of Tylee and first degree murder for the death of JJ and also grand theft related to social security survivor benefits over $1,000 allocated for Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallow. Now also she's charged with conspiracy to commit murder in the death of Charles Vallow. That's in Arizona. From my understanding, they deal with this first. Let me know if you know more details about that in the comments below. I really would appreciate it. Now, speaking of Charles, in the documents, it said that Lori got her advice and direction from Chad Daybell. It says, when giving instructions, Blank stated that Lori would always say, I have been told. Messages identified above have indicated that Chad Daybell was aware of the work with zombies and specifically the work that Blank and Lori were doing on Charles prior to July 11, 2019. Based on the above synopsis and a myriad of other facts gathered in this case, it is recommended that Lori Vallow, blank, be charged with conspiracy to commit murder for the death of her husband, Charles Vallow, on July 11, 2019. It also says, Regarding Chad Daybell, there is no obvious communication found between Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell to show that he was directly involved with the planning of Charles Vallow's murder. Now, side note, I can see that it says no obvious communication, but please check out my video about the email that Lori sent to Chad under the guise of her being Charles Vallow, and it talks about baseball. We know a bat was involved. There's... There's all kinds of things in there. I believe it's coded. I still believe it's coded. I'll put that in the description box below. Now, there were statements from family members about this recent news. There was a statement from Kay and Larry Woodcock. Kay is Lori's sister-in-law and Charles Vallow's sister. Kay says that she believes that lori hasn't changed that much she said my guess is she's just in her own little world not in a sick delusional way but in a strong-willed i'm not guilty and chad and i did what was right and that way i don't have to ever face the fact that i murdered my two kids and my husband and then Kay says i don't know that she'll ever realize or ever admit her guilt a while back we heard this from Adam Cox, who is Laurie's brother. And it was, I believe, in a 2020 episode that I covered. I'll put that also in the description box below. But he said that their mom, Janice Cox, had talked to Lori and said she's the same Lori that she's ever been so I wouldn't be surprised that Lori is going to be the same as she always is let me know your thoughts in the comments below Kay says I want her to feel us breathing down her neck when they are in court and they will be there Larry says To me, what it proves is that she has played the system her whole life, and she can't play it anymore. I never believed that she was incompetent. I know her better than that. I truly believe she played the system the whole time. We know Lori's played the system from an outsider's view, so Larry has the inside scoop, and he's seen a lot over the years, I'm sure. He says, now that they're both going to be sitting in a court across that barrier from me and Kay and our family, at some point in time, she's going to have to look at us. I'm not going to give her one inch. I'm going to be right there behind her, just like I did with Chad. Larry also turned 75 years old on Tuesday, April the 12th. Happy birthday, Larry. I did do a post on Monday when we found out the news. That was actually my birthday and i had posted the good news that it was a good day and made it even better so happy birthday larry and larry and Kay haven't seen lori since 2020 march of 2020 i believe it was when she was in court so it's been quite some time and They said that it's given them some time to prepare emotionally for it. Kay said, I think it's given us time to prepare emotionally for a lot of horrific things we're going to learn. We're being given time to prepare. I'm better than I was, Larry's better than he was. It's a daily struggle still, but it's okay. Now, if it weren't for them, they were the ones who initiated the call for a welfare check on JJ. And that would have been two months after JJ went missing. And if you remember, Lori wouldn't let Kay and Larry talk to JJ. It was in August that they last talked to JJ in a short little FaceTime chat. And then it was, you know, I think it was not even 30 seconds long. So then, they had been trying to figure out where the heck Lori is, because she didn't tell anybody where she was going. And it was only when Kay found out that she ordered something on Amazon, which was the uh, Malachite ring and a bunch of wedding stuff, did Kay find out that they were living in Rexburg. So this kicked off this whole thing. A viewer mentioned to me that Colby Ryan, Lori's son, has a new book out. It's on Amazon and it's called The God Over Odds. It says, redeemed, healed, and delivered. This is Colby Ryan's testimony of how God got him through a life of trauma, abuse, murder, and loss. A journey from son of cult mom, Lori Vallow Daybell, to man of God. Colby's biggest prayer in life is that God will use his story for his good, God's glory, and to bring others to him. He wants to challenge you to take a look at your life and see what God has pulled you through. This is part one of two books in the series, The God Over Odds. I'll also link that below for those of you who are interested. Now let's switch to the death penalty because Lori could be facing the death penalty just like Chad Daybell is. But prosecutors have 60 days to state if they will be going after the death penalty once she does her arraignment. And Annie Cushing also made a statement. These were all from East Idaho News. We all love Nate Eaton. Give a like for Nate Eaton, we love him. And Annie Cushing is Joseph Ryan's sister, Lori's third husband out of five. She says, I'm ecstatic that Lori will finally face charges for her role in the murders of Tylee, JJ and Tammy. Justice may have been delayed, but it has not been denied. And Annie Cushing also has her own YouTube channel called A Murderous Heart. I will put that in the description box below. Lori's arraignment is scheduled for April 19th at 1 p.m., but Chad Daybell is also scheduled to be in the court that morning at 9 a.m and prosecutors will be arguing in his case about the costs for the trial and that having the trial in Fremont County will be significantly cheaper than having to move it to Ada County. It's currently scheduled for Boise, Idaho in January of 2023, and Chad and Lori's cases will be tried together. John Pryor fought for these cases to be severed, but the judge denied it. Now, I have a question here regarding Lori and Chad. What do you think Chad Daybell thinks of this? Now that Lori's been restored, what do you think? Let me know below, I'm curious. Now, I've been thinking about Lori too and her time getting restorative treatment. She was there for nine months. It's very different than in jail, right? She's gonna feel the difference, I'm sure. And once this is all over, the trial, It'll be a drastic change if she's found guilty from going from jail to prison, right? I mean, this is going to be a big difference. And Lori was already used to, a couple of years ago, living the high life and then all these changes. But I think it's going to be uh, very interesting. The difference between her restorative treatment and jail and then ultimately prison. And the trial is supposed to be 10 weeks long and we've already heard really horrific things that have happened to Tylee, to JJ, to Tammy, to Charles. And be prepared because I don't think we've heard anything yet compared to what we will. I think there's more coming. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. I think this is good news that Lori's back. They're better together, as my thumbnail says. Now it's time to get the show on the road and get the circus out of the way. Stay tuned for more. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please click that like button and don't forget to share. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon.